Greetings, mind crafters, and welcome to another fabulous discussion here. And I will tell you that in northern Vermont, it is uh, there's a peaceful rain, a peaceful summer rain going on. Just the you know sort of a, a lovely atmosphere to to have a discussion with you today. So my name is is Kimberly Quinn, and I'm here with little Giovanni, our golden retriever. He's kind of taking a snooze right next to me. And today, I'd like to talk about perception and prosperity. So here's the skinny on the street, all right? Your ability to be prosperous and successful is very, very much directly related to how you perceive the world. You know, I, when you walk out the door in the morning, you kind of perceiving that, you know, what's going to go wrong, what's going to get you kind of thing. Or, or do you look at the world as kind of this, you know, uh, like kind of like, I want to say like a playground to be truthful just full of opportunity and you know there's big opportunity with workplace and school stuff but I mean just like what's what's something interesting is going to happen to me today what good things are going to cross my path they might be small things you might you know meet a new cool stranger or you might uh you know reconnect with with an old friend or whatever so looking at it more like a, a playground of opportunity this wonderful unknown you know space where 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 good stuff can happen and who knows what or is it an out to get you situation because, you know, how we are currently, process, you know, look at, looking at and processing the events and, and daily interactions in our life is, is actually huge. So just ask yourself this question right now. How do I look at life? How do I look at life in general? Obviously, you know, things are going to fluctuate here and there with, with life and, and moods and whatever like that. But in general, how do you look at life? Is it more a positive view or more of a negative view in general again, or somewhere in the middle? And obviously we're in, we're influenced by and shaped by, you know, our family, our friends, people at school and the workplace. But here's the, the thing. We are also influenced by our own, I guess I want to call it ego chatter, right? Ego chatter it, with, because there's all this verbiage, all this internal dialogue that goes on about, what our expectations are, what our limitations are. We often, these and the limitations often, often drag us into, you know, some scarcity dialogue, which is coming from a scarcity mindset, which is also, you know, directly related to pessimism and cyclic pessimistic thinking. You know, so it's kind of important to understand that we're shaped by Again, the people, the family, the friends, of course, chosen family. I'm a big fan. Uh, we are shaped and, and, and influenced in very positive ways, of course, very positive ways with the good vibes out there. And also we can kind of internalize our opinions that aren't so positive, which doesn't help us at all. It's just very important to realize the chatter that's coming from the vault of the unconscious. We've talked about it before. Joe Dispenza does a lot of talk about this that I think it's after the age of 35 it's kind of etched. But... Um, we can always we can always turn it around. It's just harder. That's so we just need to be aware of the fact we've talked about the seventeen second rule too. So whenever this old these old patterns of thinking, you know, sort of surge up, that's when we need to, to nip it in the bud and talk back to it. It's super super important because otherwise, if we keep thinking the same thoughts, then we are feeling the same feelings and doing the same behavior, and nothing is changing. So it's very very important to challenge this. So. Also, when we allow this this cyclical ne- negative thinking, what can feel linear is actually more web-like. So think of it like a like a spider web, and 
the more we try to, you know, struggle with it, dig into it, clench our claws into it, the more, you know, like just like with when something gets caught in a spider web, the more we struggle, the, the, the more we get caught up in it. I mean, it's just how it works with the universe, right? Because the universe, exp- you know, our thoughts expand in the universe with every single thought we think. So this is why it's super, super important to get a handle on these. And again, we all, we also know, right? Thoughts come first. There's a whole basis of Minecraft. This, this is in one sentence. Thoughts first, feeling second, action, behavior third, which is why it's so important to become the boss of your brain, right? So um, it's ultra, ultra, ultra important to get a handle on these thoughts, which when repeated over and over and over again, become beliefs. Remember, um, when thoughts are all grown up, they become beliefs. And this is where our perception really, really, uh, you know, kind of takes root. You know, and so the thoughts, feelings, behavior thing, right? So whatever we're allowing in, and the word is allow in is thoughts, directly leads to our feelings, right? And we know for a fact that negative, you know, um, emotion leads like a direct path to negative experience, right? That's the behavior piece, thoughts, feelings, behavior. Same is true with, you know, positive thoughts lead to positive feelings and positive emotion leads directly to positive experience. And so it's so important to debunk all that crappy ego chatter. It's just junk with the expectations, the limiting beliefs, and the pessimistic cyclical thinking because it doesn't do us any good whatsoever. Negative emotion leads to negative experience. So if you're trying to, you know, manifest and you're you're thinking about all these successful things you like and your heart's desires and all that, Unless you kind of, you know, crunch and, and then, you know, delete all that, all the expectation, limiting, limiting beliefs and pessimistic thinking, unless you clear out the junk, there's going to be a conflict and it's the manifestation piece is not going to happen as long as all that junk is filling up your mental space. You know, so here's the deal. If you're sort of, you know, telling yourself that you want to have more abundance flowing into your life, right? We all want more abundance flowing into our life that you want to be successful and prosperous and, and all this really good stuff, guess what? And the thing is, the real the reality is, it isn't going to happen if you're soaking yourself. I pick, picture yourself, maybe without the visual, the visual of the nakedness, right, or whatever. But go ahead and picture yourself soaking in a bath of limiting beliefs. I guess, I'm supposed to be pictured with lots of bubbles and it's all it all works. So, so picture yourself just immersed in this bath. And if you've got limiting beliefs on, Think if you're literally submerged in that, what is going to come out of that? You get out of the tub, you've been soaking in limiting beliefs. Well, then, you know, it's not going to go anywhere versus you're soaking in this lovely bath. Just, and maybe let's just jazz this up a little bit with all kinds of lavender scents, candles lit around the bathtub, um, some, some massage music, some nice acoustical music. And it's all about you know, you're soaking in this bathtub of gratitude for all the, all the good stuff going on now, all the good stuff now. And you're, you're, and you're, you're picturing, you know, what it feels like to have this heart's desire, you know, to really feel, feel, feel with gratitude all the way through, you know, your heart's desire, what it feels like to actually, when that actually happens, you soak in that bathtub and then you get out and your whole, your whole world, your whole life is going to change pretty immediately.
So I'd like you to, you know, seriously, you know, stop for a second. Stop for maybe, let's just say a minute. A second's not going to be overly helpful. 60 seconds. And, and, and if you can, you know, maybe, maybe 120 seconds even be better. Stop and just, and just ask yourself, how much time do you spend, you know, talking away positive thoughts? You might even be on in automatic pilot mode, which we know is the biggest thief of life minister is, right? How much time do you spend talking away positive thoughts? You know, just rationalizing, oh, well, that can't happen. I can't get to, to get to it today. I wanted to make that phone call for that job lead or that whatever with the book I wanted to write. And I, I'd get, you know, manana. How much time do you spend talking away positive thoughts, successful thoughts, you know, by rationalizing how these probably won't happen or won't come to fruition. Really think about that. And after you, after you ponder that, question yourself about th- th- some of the things we've already learned, right? We've talked about the 17 second rule. And so if you, if you have allowed a limiting belief to, you know, just chat on its own for more than 17 seconds, you've just strengthened it significantly. That is research neuroscience based info. If we can nip it in the bud before 17 seconds, it is much easier to shift out of and into a more positive place. doesn't mean after 17 seconds. Obviously, you know, I'm a fabulous 58. There's been lots of seconds there. And I can still choose to, um, you know, get rid of unwanted thoughts, even if they came back, you know, even if they kind of erupted from when I was 10 or something, of course. But it is, it's a much heavier lift, obviously. Then, so prevention, as I said, it's kind of cliche, but prevention is the best medicine. Start nipping that stuff in the bud now, and it saves all the heavy, heavy lifting later. Just don't picture it like seeds. Don't allow them to germinate. If you get a bad seed, rip it out of the ground and, you know, throw it in a campfire or something. Just don't allow it. And then the seeds to come in and all the good feels, somebody, something, somebody said something nice to you, somebody gave you a lead, somebody gave you a lift, a boost, professionally or personally, you know, emotionally, spiritually, whatever. Feel the good feels of all of that. Let it in because... The brain loves patterns. So it's not just, you know, uh, the everyday, you know, patterns of doing this or that or that or this, but also the patterns of, of uh, you know, emo- emotional patterns of feeling good. The brain, when it when it is used to the good feels, is going to seek out more good feels. It's just how it works. And I'm going to, of course, reel in one of my, one of my faves. You know, I talk about all my... my my, my, uh, I was going to say inner, inner circle of great thinkers. In addition to my family, of course, I've got a lot of good, a lot of great thinkers in my family. Um, and my chosen family as well. Right. But, but, uh, Wayne Dyer is just, he passed a, a bit ago and much too soon. He's in his, I think early seventies. And wow, he was actually, he was actually, um, granted the, the, um, label or title or however you want to say it. The, one of the greatest spiritual leaders ever in the world. And I forget it was in the top, definitely in the top 10. I feel it was much higher up than that. He was way up high. Anyway, I would just would have loved to have lunch with him. And I, I feel such a strong connection to him actually even now. So he talked, Wayne Dyer talked a whole lot about, he was big on self-reliance. He says that was his whole lesson, his own, his own life lesson. And he said, that's why he was tossed into an orphanage and learned early on how to rely on himself. And then later on in his adult years, he learned to, he, he, I'm sorry, became about, he became very much about teaching it, teaching self-reliance and, you know, 
seizing control of your own life. And he talks so much about if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. That's a that's a uh, an oldie bit of goodie. That's a Wayne Dyer quote for the ages. If you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And the thing is, sometimes people say, oh, she's talking in bumper sticker or whatever. No, no. This stuff is real. It all starts with a mind. We control the mind. We control our lives. That is it. I mean, obviously, there's some uncontrollables here and there. Truthfully, though, as we know, uh, we talked about this also. I'm just going to interject this right now. Um, right now, as far as with Sean Aker, author of The Happiness Advantage, which I would strongly encourage you to read. I use it for my Minecraft class, actually. But when he talks about you know our happiness level, too, is people think, oh, my genetics, my this, my life circumstances. All of that is less than 20% of what our, makes up our overall happiness level. It's very, very low. I forget exactly. That's why I'm saying less than 20%. 80% is our choice. It's, it's how we choose to shape our mind. And so it's important to realize that this is not just bumper sticker talk. So I'll ask you, can you change the way you view your world? You know, can you, can you change the way you view your world? how you think about things. So ask that of yourself. I already know the answer. It's an absolute yes. So the thing is, we can absolutely flip the script on scarcity thinking. And that's typically at the top. There are other things. There's deprivation-based thinking, which is very, uh, kind of rolls right in. I'm thinking of shame-based thinking also rolls right in. Scarcity thinking is kind of like the umbrella for those two things. And it's so it's important to realize that we're, when we're coming from a place of scarcity, all that's going to come out of it is more scarcity because that's how the world, that's how the universe works. And scarcity, it's important to realize that, it, that it's not just a thinking pattern. It's an actual mindset because when you, you think in a certain way for a long period of time, the brain catches on, like we said, patterns, 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 and it kind of takes on a life of its own. And that's when it's a mindset. So we're coming from a place of not enough, not just money. People often jump to money, but it, it, you know, not I'm not, you know, thin enough, smart enough, successful enough, you know. I don't. I'm coming for a place of, of scarcity. I, I'm a self-esteem poor, self-love poor, self-acceptance poor. There's all kinds of ways to be, to be poor. Realize that prosperity is not going to come out of that. You can't get there from here. You can't get, you can't get thin by hating being fat. You can't get wealthy by hating being poor. And hate isn't a word I usually use. It's to make a point right now. I didn't even allow it in the house when the kids were growing up because hate hate just doesn't get it go anywhere good. And I, but the reason I'm using it here is to emphasize how impossible that is. The only you can only love yourself to thin and love yourself to wealthy, and love yourself into into good shape and love yourself into prosperity. And it comes from uh, being 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 self loving, knowing your value and celebrating all the breadcrumbs along the way with gratitude. That is the way, that's the way that success happens. And to bring Sean Aker in again, he tells us how ass backwards the formula is for success here in this wonderful country of ours. I do love my, I do love my country. However, we have this wrong, which is that, you know, once I'm successful, then I'll be happy. Doesn't work that way. It's once I am truly, authentically happy, that is when I can be successful. That is when prosperity flows like a waterfall right into our lives. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm just going to reiterate. You can absolutely, positively 
change your current situation, your own current what is situation by changing how you see it. I am sure no matter what the the thing is going on, what the thing is, you can you can shift shift out of it no matter how bad it was and see the growth in it. You got to change the way you look at things and then you will see the things you look at change. So 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 here's the thing, you must believe this that first of all in the universe in general, you can call it God source creator of all things, higher power, stick with the universe, whatever. But, or, and the spiritual connection is essential to be prosperous and, and, and successful. That's just the fact, Jack, just the fact, Jack, because this is the divine, you know, the divine source is what we're talking about here. And that's how we become our authentic self is being, you know, connected. I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about spirituality and you know, realizing there's something bigger than ourselves, basically. And that it's just full, loaded with abundance, loaded with abundance and infinitely. This is ultra important to, to get this because sometimes people have abundance guilt, which sounds like a con- well, it is a contradiction and an oxymoron, I guess, because sometimes people have this thing and it comes down to self-value that, oh, if I have too much, if I have too much abundance, you know, that, I, that they start to feel guilty because somebody else doesn't have this and somebody else doesn't have that. That is ridiculous because abundance is infinite. So picture it like a pizza. And in, in, in reality, if there were two pizzas and they're, you know, let's say it's a dinner, um, you're having a little gathering of, you know, six or seven people. Well, yeah, you should ask, you know, before you take a second one to somebody get there first. But that's in an earthly physical, you know, situation. And with the universe, there's no shortage of pizza, metaphorically speaking. So if you take two slices, 10 slices, 20 slices, However many slices, it doesn't affect anybody else because the abundance is infinite. And Wayne Dyer also talks about this, how important it is to shake that guilt. You know, people will say, oh, how can I be happy with everything going on in the world? You know, there's starvation and there's such poverty and there's this and that. It doesn't mean take action. Absolutely. Pick something that you're passionate about and make a difference. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And that said, just the feeling to feel badly because that doesn't, we can, and Wayne Dyer says it best himself. You can't feel badly enough to to bring to make somebody go from poor to wealthy. You can't feel badly enough for somebody to go from, you know, a, a, a very severe you know systematic illness to healthy. You can't do that. You can take action for things, but you can't. You feeling badly doesn't help anything. So it's very important to shake that guilt because. All the universe, universe, you know, thoughts expand. We've talked about it. Every single thought expands. So if the universe is picking up on your guilt, you know, you just got a check in the mail. You just got an opportunity. If you, if you respond to that with guilt, the, the universe is going to send you more opportunities to feel guilty about. And that's all scarcity. It's going to send you more scarcity. You got to shake that. And it comes down to self-value and believing that you deserve all the abundance the universe has to offer you. Okay, so that is pr- quite possibly one of the biggest, well, I know it's one of the biggest blockers, but quite possibly the biggest block to, to people, um, you know, to people sort of receiving abundance is not feeling worthy of it. That's the number one. Got to shake that. Got to shake that and, and, and shed all the guilt, shed all, the, all of it, the shame, the guilt, all, everything. Because you've got to be, you know, shift out of that scarcity mindset place in order for, you know, this was just picture a waterfall, just picture some of the 
amazing ones like Hawaii. We, in fact, my husband and I and some of our kids were just out west and Yellowstone Park. And right now, my mind's eye, and I don't even know if it has a name. Probably it does. But we were in Yellowstone. It's just this cascading waterfall over this cliff that kind of bulged out a little bit. So it didn't just go straight down. It kind of like went up and over and absolutely intoxicating. Absolutely intoxicating. And people use that word often for substances when it's unfortunate because really intoxicating is about just filling up the senses up and over the top and staring at that waterfall in that, you know, overlooking the canyon with the bluebird sky and all the different types of trees and the wildflowers were up and down the cliffs and amazing. Intoxicating is the word that would describe that, right? And so all that, taking all that in can't happen. Just picture it like a full closet. If a closet's full of old clothes you don't wear and old shoes you don't wear, there's no room for a new outfit. Got to clear all of it out, spiritually speaking, emotionally speaking, so that that waterfall, the wildflowers, all of that can come in. Abundance, abundance, abundance. And knowing that you are are worthy of it, worthy of it. So that takes us from your heart. You Knowing you're worthy is a first step. Then asking or putting it out there, however you want to do. And then and then creating as much as you can, like an open Picture it, it is baseball season. Picture an open catcher's mitt, just ready for the baseball to land there. I mean, just be ready, ready, ready with a clean closet, clean mind, and and ready for all this new information and new experiences, new people, new everything to come into your life. And uh, so that's really it. Change, you know, perception and prosperity are super linked. Change your perception of how you perceive the world and open the door for that waterfall of prosperity. This is Kimberly Quinn signing off from the beautiful, very rainy northern Vermont. Have a mindful and prosperous day.